Hello and welcome to the Made in Romance podcast. I'm your host Sarah Bailey and we also have my co-host here Sab aka SR7. Hey everyone, hey Sarah. Hey, you good? Yeah, not too bad aside from the fact that I had to order a new kettle because my kettle's broken. So um, so yeah, there's that and uh, I've finished my pot of tea so let's try, uh, let's try and do this. How are you? I'm good. I understand the feels of a kettle breaking because it happened to me recently. Yeah. <laughs> Not fun. No. We love our tea, so. <laughs> yeah. But it's a bit too hot here to have tea today at this moment. Never, so never, just... It's never, never too, too hot. hot. It's never too no. hot. Not okay. for me. Look, Not for like, me. Tea is everything to me, okay? <laughs> like, I, I, I live on it. I thrive off of tea. If I don't have tea, something is horrifically wrong with me well today well and we also love spilling the tea as well so. yes anyways <laughs> let's get into the podcast discussion let's dive in so on today's podcast we're going to be talking about our favorite romance books yeah. yay so i am going to put a little warning on top of this podcast to say we will be talking about these books in depth and there will probably be spoilers so if you don't want spoilers for the books well that's that's not our problem <laughs> <laughs> sorry but this is what happens on our podcast we try not to spoil books in general but today we're talking about our favorite books and we can't do that without perhaps spoiling them a little bit a little, bit. There, a little bit. I want there to be some some kind of mystery. I want yeah. to intrigue people. Intrigue, intrigue our listeners. Yes. Yeah. But then, yeah. But I'm just putting this on in case we do put a spoiler in there by accident. Or, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I know because we've got to give them got to give them a bit of warning. You know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to. Start. I know that we've both got a number of books each to talk about, so we're going to alternate between us. So, the first book on my list of favorites is something I read at the beginning of last year and got absolutely enthralled and obsessed with this book. And it is dun, 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 Bait by Jade West. <laughs> yeah. Bait. <laughs> that's that's one of mine as well on my yes. list. Because I suggested this book to Sab recently and she <laughs> read it and she was like, Oh my god, Sarah. And I was Listen, like, yes. the, the this book. There's oh, oh. <laughs> Listen, this book. Oh, my god. Yes. Yeah. So what, <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read the synopsis of this book for our read uh, listeners so that they know that we're what we're talking about. So here we go. A stranger online dark hair and even darker eyes that knew my dirty desires before I did. A fantasy that should have, should never be spoken, but he pulled the confession from me, and now he's coming for me. Rough, dirty, dangerous, it's supposed to be one night to get me off and make me forget. He'll make me his, and I'll pretend I don't want him to. I'll run and he'll chase, because I asked him for this. I begged him for this. Tonight in the darkness, he's the hunter, and I'm the bait. <laughs> so, basically, there's, basically there's no misconceptions about what this this book is about it's as no. it as it says it is um, it is it is dark it is erotic yeah it's dirty it is filth 
and I absolutely loved it. And then yeah. to go on top of that, it wasn't just all the dark, dirty, filthy sex, which was just so hot that I was like fanning myself reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the story to go along with it because um, these two characters, I mean, how fucking broken were they? Oh, jeez. I, I don't, I, uh, so I, you know, you already know, mm. like when I started reading this, I was like saying to you what the what the hell like i i was already so involved in this this story and the the kind of what yeah. what happened to them even though I, it wasn't actually clear when i started reading it i was just like i bet this is what happened and you were like I'm not saying anything i'm like what <laughs> but though no, the story and the feels and oh dear it was just fantastic yeah about it it's definitely one of those books you have to go in with an open mind about because it is a lot. As if we're in a redness synopsis, there is a bit of, um, you know, role play with obviously a non-consensual, consensual scene. And I was like, when I read the synopsis, I was like, oh, oh, what shit? Well, what am I going to, what is this? But I was so intrigued by it that I just had to start reading and I read it and then I was like, oh my God, these two characters. So we've got, is her name her name's Abigail, right? Yes. yes. And Phoenix, aka Leo. Yeah. Who I'm absolute okay. I, Leo is my book boyfriend. I'm just gonna put that out there. He's one oh, of my stop book it! Friends. You've got you've got so many book boyfriends. <laughs> I know. I haven't met. Well, no, I have my my book boyfriends that are my book my boys that I've written, and then my book boyfriends from other books. So there's two separate categories in my book boyfriend. <laughs> same but oh my god so he's like heavily tattooed which i absolutely everyone knows i am like down for tattooed men i'm like yes please i will be drooling over them and he's got he's got a dark past and he's also got a kid and i adore i adored his little boy I was yes. just like, oh my gosh and everything about this book there's family drama and i was just like oh but okay, let me break it down. Let, let's talk about these fucking sex scenes. Rob, I was just like, ooh. Because when this guy chases her down and like basically forces her, obviously she wants it. I was just like, I've never I've never seen anything written like this before. So I was, I mean, I've obviously heard of like people writing or people being interested in kind of like non-consensual fantasies, but to actually have it, see it written and played out in such a way that wasn't, it wasn't exactly like disturbing because you knew that both of these characters had agreed to it beforehand. So when yeah. I read it, it was like I, you know, I had it. My even though it was kind of like, oh my god, oh my god, what the fuck? It was. It was also okay, but they both agreed to this in the first place, and they both want it. So it wasn't. It never became. It wasn't problematic for me, and it might be problematic for other people. I don't know. But I just felt like the connection between the two of them was so intense, even after when they'd never met each other, and they had that first time in the industrial park or wherever it was, on the yeah. industrial estate. And I was just like, holy shit! Like, damn. But yeah, I don't want to spoil the story, so I'm not going to like be talking too much about what else goes on in this book. Because uh, if you like dark romance and you like hot sex, filthy, dirty sex, I would highly recommend this book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would second that. Yeah. But you really do have to go in with an open mind because it is quite intense. 
but it's like okay so it, it yeah it is mad intense and mm-hmm. i think what makes what makes that first sex scene so brilliant and so worthwhile was the fact that there had been this huge understanding between the both of them and it was like it wasn't just it wasn't like he was just some creep or just she she made sure that she could trust him because that's what it's about and i i think when i read it i was i was really ready for it to be completely honest with you i really liked the fact that he had taken steps to basically plan everything so that she knew exactly what would happen and when and when he would strike and i think it was so thrilling and exciting but also had this underlying kind of fear behind this chase it was it was incredible i don't know and the fact that yeah i i don't know i just i can't i don't want to spoil it but no yeah i agree you definitely have to go into it with an open mind but it was brilliant it was okay then there's one final thing i have to talk about and i apologize to our listeners can we talk about leo's pierced dick okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> when i read this i was like holy shit <laughs> He sent a picture of it to her and she was just like oh my god but that was that was quite that was quite nice of him to do yes <laughs> at least he gave her a warning like, i know imagine i was just imagining going i was thinking sitting there thinking um imagine if he just didn't tell her about this and he just you know suddenly she was like they were playing out the scene and then he like fucked mm-hmm. her and yeah. like, <laughs> i was just like fuck man <laughs> amazing amazing i mean it, come on in our, in our fantasies who doesn't want a man who's a tattooed man with a with five piercings in his dick i mean yeah just just saying <laughs> <laughs> but you know this this book was was just it was it was filthy it was it just was filthy it was brilliant it was just brilliant i think it, it satisfied our filthy little yeah need for filth in a way Jeez. I'll be honest, I have never been so satisfied by a filth until I read this book. I love steam. Everyone knows this and everyone knows I love filth. But this really, it was just a time when I was really getting into like dark romance. And this is the first time I read something that was that filthy. And I was just like, oh boy. Like I'd read filth before, but this was like on a new level. And I was like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. I need more of this. I've got, uh, listen, so I, to, to our listeners, I was after, I really just wanted a filthy book i wanted filthy books and i went to sarah sarah gave me a long list of filthy books which she'd rated five stars so i can trust her 100 percent. and then you asked me which book was the filthiest yeah yeah i did i asked which one was the filthiest and it was bait so i started with bait and i'll be honest with you after i finished i i devoured that book and when i finished it i just didn't feel that there would be any other book that would fill the void i just i was just there like i want more of them because it's fucking amazing man yeah, just you wanted more of a filth yeah just like me yeah um, even though yeah. the ending was very very satisfying i was still like i need more filth mm-hmm. well she has written some more jade west is like the queen of filth so yeah there are some books that she's written that are too much for me However, that doesn't stop her from being one of my favourites when it comes to filth. Okay, so I think that's 
are enough about that book because I think we could go on about it forever. So let's move on through and let's take one of Sab's favourite books. Whew. Okay, so Sarah, you haven't read this one yet, but you know that it's, it's, on, it's probably on my list. <laughs> all of the books that I have discussed on your list and only one of them you've read but um this one has to be my current absolute favorite which is driving me utterly insane and unfortunately I can't really speak to Sarah about it because I know she wants to read it but I will disclose some information it's called Once a Myth by Pepper Winters and it's part of a series called The Goddess Isles and it's a dark romance now Pepper Winters I'm sure that we've mentioned her before she is a dark romance writer and I fell in love with her years ago and I got Sarah into her books and geez yeah. damn so I'm just gonna go straight in into this book and I'll read the synopsis so that you guys can get an, a flavor for it there was a boy once a boy who wasn't strong enough to save me when I was taken there was a girl once a girl called Tess Snow who sat with me in the dark waiting to be sold. There was an owner once, an owner who bought me, entrapped me, and made me his unwilling goddess. Eleanor Grace is a naive dreamer, trusting and young. She believes her travel-loving boyfriend can save her when her freedom is snatched and sold. Scrolled away to an island at dawn, delivered to a man that even darkness won't touch. She's bound by a contract. Sullivan Sinclair is the giver of fantasies. Any wish, any desire, he is the master at quenching any appetite. His private paradise and perfectly trained goddesses are there for one purpose, to ensure every guest is extremely well satisfied. He bought her, he trapped her, she belongs to him. So, once a myth, <laughs> there you have it. And all I can say is, I can't, I, this book still, it, it's, it's, still giving me shivers just thinking about it because Eleanor Eleanor Grace is she is one of the feistiest strongest heroines that I've come across in a very very long time like I fell in love with her from page one and she there's something so regal about her despite the situation she's in she's been taken she's been forced into this situation but she never falters it's almost as if she has this strength that no one can touch and Sullivan Sinclair or Sully he is just this ultimate dominant alpha strong and as the book describes him to be a god it's it's like he is the god this is his island and these are his goddesses and everything he says is goes it's just he is a law unto himself and the moment that he sees Eleanor, it's like I can't just immediate chemistry, but she despises him. It's like he's so taken back by it, he has no words and it infuriates him. It absolutely her defiance infuriates him and he does everything in his power to break her. And there are moments where she's so vulnerable, yet she's able to mask that from him. And it's almost as if that they are both wearing masks. And it's it's incredible to to read. Honestly, there's I I don't I cannot spoil this book. There is no way for me to spoil this book. But all I can say is it builds and it builds. 
that there are five books this series and there's the third one came out this week and um it's driving me mad it's it's driving me utterly insane i can't i it just it's just fantastic but it <laughs> all the books end on a cliffhanger and i'm just so angry <laughs> i'm so angry because these cliffhangers they are just fantastic and they're just a mind fuck they fuck with your mind it just fucks with you i it just it's left me shaken so many times i think my heart has stopped my heart truly stopped several times reading once a myth i'm not gonna lie it's and and the other books just insane so all i can say is if you want to delve into dark romance and you fancy i don't know pepper winters wants a myth because you're so intrigued by what the fuck it's about just pick it up and read it honestly just just fucking read it man because you're not going to regret it i'm being completely honest with you but read it once all the books have come out don't be a fool like me be like sarah and wait patiently yeah. so yeah. that you can binge read them exactly be like sarah don't be like sab sab <laughs> sab is an idiot who will like stay up at midnight and then stay up from midnight and go to sleep at 6am because she's so in bloody book on a weekday when she has work at 8 a.m so just don't don't be like sab be like sarah be sensible <laughs> be sensible <laughs> yeah yeah i have to say i can't wait to read these however i am being se- sensible and waiting because i know there's another two books to come out so this in two months time i will yeah. i have the first book to say but i have not read it yet yeah because Sab warned me and I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not putting myself through that because I know I will probably want to like rage and I I don't yeah. want to I, I admire your restraint. <laughs> like I completely admire your restraint. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. I was so I was so do you know what? I'm so into it that I wanted to sign up for the arcs, but there's some long ass process and I'm just like, fuck this. I'm Wait until until they cover too much effort, man. No, I'm just gonna, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh dear, okay. So that's Once a Myth, the Goddess Isle series. So that's on, and now we'll go back to to my list. Okay, so we're going to go on with a a series now. This is the only series I have on my list, (laughs) but. I am absolutely obsessed with this series. So it starts with book one, and the book one is called Wanting Mr. Kane by Shanora Williams. And it is the Kane series. And there are um, te- there's three, but it's a trilogy, and then there's a novella uh, as the last book, but it's kind of like, you know, a 3.5 in the series. Um, and this is, well, I'm going to read the synopsis for the first book so that you... Um, can see what's going on here let's hear it okay so we'll here we go candy it was love at first sight when i met mr kane he was handsome broody tattooed and rich for years he's been mine he just didn't know it i wasn't expecting to fall in love with him or for him to want me in ways that he did want me in the ways he that he did none of it was ever supposed to happen but after all we've done together, it's too late to turn back now. And a once harmless crush had blossomed into something so much more. Kate. When we first met, she was just a kid. 
my best friend's daughter, a sweet young girl with big with a big heart. Now she, and but now she's a young woman who knows what she wants, and all she wants is me. I've tried holding back, pretending the connection meant nothing, but my sweet candy cane made it impossible. If anyone finds out, I'll be ruined. I've worked too hard to lose everything I've built, but there's just something about her that tempts me, making me want to sacrifice just about anything to have her. Well, well, well. Oh, my days. Okay, so the premise of this book is essentially she's not i think she's known kane since she was like nine years old which i know sounds really dodgy i think it was nine i'm pretty sure it was nine the start of the book she is a kid and i was like what the fuck am i reading Mm because i this is actually the first time i read proper age gap romance Mm -hmm. and this is what made me obsessed with them Uh, and this is what really like i've always loved forbidden romances but this one drove me to read age gap forbidden romances and Oh my gosh. So I when I first started the first couple of chapters, I was like, what the why am I reading about a little girl having a crush on an old on a guy? But then she turns 18 and they kind of start you can see their connection like straight away. There isn't there's no wondering why she likes him or he likes her, which is what I was scared about when I first went into this book. And the the just the love they have with each other is amazing. But the drama in this book. Like, oh my God. In the whole series, there's so much drama. There's annoyingly enough other woman drama. And then there's drama, obviously, because he's her best, her dad's best friend. Um, so Kane is actually young dad, I might add. So he's in his like 30s and she's 18. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And so it goes on over this period of time. Like the entire series goes on actually over a, at least a couple of years I think because she goes off to college in the second book and there's all sorts of things happen but my god the intensity of this book and everyone knows I love tattooed men so that was like a bonus for me but like seriously and then Shanora Williams this woman is the queen of cliffhangers (laughs) every single book was this like drop dead like I want to kill myself cliffhanger I was like I need the next book now so I basically binge read the series because it is all out thankfully and I'm so glad that I found it when it was all out because I probably would have like screamed if I hadn't and every single like series I've read or not quite serious but duet I've read by Shinora has had these cliffhangers in and they're just so frustrating (laughs) but so good so yeah she's uh, kind of, I've read quite a few of her stories and some of them have been not as good as the other ones but yeah Kane is my favorite series and I know that one of my I got one of my friend other author friends into this series as well and she's like Kane's my boyfriend and I'm just like okay he's mine too <laughs> <laughs> I was like I saw him first okay <laughs> he was mine first no I'm joking but this series, like, literally, after that, I was like, give me more age gaps, give me more forbidden romances, and then went on this, like, age gap forbidden romance, like... Binge, basically. Binge, and I absolutely adore it. And this is not the only age gap forbidden romance I have in the list, I have to say. However, this is my favourite series uh, in that kind of trope, and it's one of my favourite series, and I really need to reread it because I absolutely adore it. And so, yeah, if you want something that's angsty, drama-filled, and you know just oh my god then pick up the Kane series by Shinora Williams because I honestly adore these dog I adore this series and that's that's pretty much what I've got to say about that one I've never um 
<laughs> I haven't yet read an age gap um, mm. romance yet, but I have been recommended one, which I will be diving into soonish. And I have, I imagine, perhaps. I think that, that, that book is on my list. Birthday Girl? <laughs> yes. Penelope we'll Douglas. We'll yes. be talking about that later. <laughs> yes, we'll let Sarah disclose that information. But yeah, okay. that's been recommended to me. So, so yeah, that'll be my first um, age gap romance that I'll be reading soon, and uh, it'll be very. I'll be really intrigued into uh, seeing how I react to that. We'll see. Saying nothing right now. <laughs> Shall we go on to Sab's next favorite? Okay, so um, the next three that I have to discuss um just to let you guys know is um paranormal slash fantasy ish romance so they aren't going to be dark romances or anything like that because and i've I've chosen these three because they are literally my favorite series like honestly i i'm just i die when every when all of the authors release a new book for it i'm just like they're forever branded on my heart but I'm going to shout out to E.J. Dawson for these picks too, because um, we both have a love for these authors um, and she will <laughs> appreciate this. So um, this book is called A Hunger Like No Other and it is by Kresdy Cole and it is book two of the Immortals After Dark series. And the reason why I've chosen this one is because uh, when I first started this series years ago, when I was, well, I want to say early 20s, I think, I think, yeah, early 20s. Um, this book was actually the first in the series, but now it's the second because the author released a uh, prequel. Um, so to me, this will always be the first book. And therefore, that's why I'll be discussing so the synopsis. And I apologize if I get these names like pronounced wrong, but I'll do my best. So, after enduring years of torture from the vampire horde, Lochlane McCreeve, leader of the Lyke clan, is enraged to find the predestined mate he's waited millennia for is a vampire, or partly one. This Emmeline is a small, ethereal, half-Valkyrie, half-vampire, who somehow begins to soothe the fury burning within him. Sheltered Emmeline Troy finally sets out to uncover the truth about her deceased parents until a powerful Lyke claims her as his mate and forces her back to his ancestral Scottish castle. There, her fear of the Lyke and their notorious dark desires ebbs as he begins a slow, wicked seduction to sate her own dark cravings. Yet, when an ancient evil from her past resurfaces, Will their desire deepen into a love that can bring a proud warrior to his knees and turn a gentle beauty into the fighter she was born to be? So this is the synopsis for the book. And I have to say that um, diving into this book when I was a young adult was really fun for me because uh, there's so much humour um, and the world building is just natural. It's set in, it's in this day and age. It's set modern, but he he's just he's just not okay <laughs> he's just he's just not all there i don't know it's just that scottish like just scottish mannerisms he just doesn't give a fuck he's just so enraged with life and well to be fair he he was 
he was imprisoned for a millennia basically <laughs> he's just been underground um for a millennia time has just run away he has no idea of this modern world that we're living in. and then when he finally escapes the only reason he does escape from imprisonment is because um he senses that his mate is around and in this series whenever a, a like or a vampire comes across their mate they just go batshit crazy and they chase her down so he senses her and his inner beast just comes out and he gives chase he can smell her he escapes he's mad with lust like completely enraged at the fact that he's been imprisoned for a millennia so he is just a big ball of fury um and um i love that an unhinged man completely completely unhinged completely wolfy everything i love it and she um is very very nice like completely naive she's just she's just this very very timid character despite her being half valkyrie and half vampire and in this world um the valkyries and the vampires are mortal enemies so that's fun but she's been oh, raised God. yeah so in this world you've got the like You've got vampires, you've got um, Valkyries, witches, you've got enchantresses, and they all respectively have their own kind of like or dislike for one another. Basically, nobody likes the vampire. <laughs> and uh, the witches and the Valkyries get on like a house on fire, like they're best friends, and they throw house parties. Just think of like um, sororities where every day is like fun for them. That's the, the witches and the Valkyries are the fun, they're just amazing women. Strong, they'll they'll kill you. Like <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They'll kill you. Okay. Literally, like, yeah, it's just a fun fucking world. And I love I love it because everyone has their own kind of power and their own strength and they just own it. They own everything. But Emmeline, she's half vampire and half Valkyrie. She was raised by her Valkyrie family. So she's in the Valkyrie sorority house um with her aunts and you know friends and shit who are all basically looking the same age as her because they're all immortals they never let her really go out because she's like the youngest one out of all of them she's probably like 70 years old but they're all like well after 500 or whatever and um so she's not she's not her she's not the typical valkyrie all the valkyries are quite very strong they're out there as i say they'll kill you uh she's really really timid she's really um so imagine when this brutish um, Lyke comes along and just takes her away to his castle, like shit's going to hit the fan. Then you've got like a horde of Valkyries like trying to get her back and he's like got his pack of wolves just like protecting her and shit. And it's just fantastic. I feel like I've disclosed quite a lot without really disclosing much, but I would say if you're <laughs> after like really, really fun read, um, yeah go for go for a hunger like no other it's to me it will always be the first in the series and um the rest of the book because they're still continuing to this day like i think uh the author got book 12 something coming out no yeah something like she's got the latest one coming out this year really excited but all the books that she's released from this series um feature different characters who have been mentioned in this yeah. book and it's fun. It's fucking fun. You've got 
you've got like characters who don't shouldn't belong together belong together and it's like they can't you can't run from fate and that's what i like that's why i have this whole complex with soulmates because yeah. of this series so yeah that's <laughs> that's me gushing yeah. over this book like smiling from ear to ear because it just brings me so much joy but yeah i think we can move on to you now sarah that's what books, are, books are supposed to do they're supposed to bring you joy yeah that's the point at least i think yeah definitely unless they have like cliffhangers which are just out of order and then yes <laughs> yeah you're out just infuriated so out of order mm. oh my gosh okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about my second dark romance on this list <laughs> and this book is fucked up okay i'm just gonna put this out this book is really fucked up and it was the first time i'd read this author and i was like what the fuck anyway okay so this is the next book in my list is called Cold Coal Heart by Kay Webster. Mm. And it is a dark psychologically psychological thriller romance type oh, thing. Interesting. Okay, so I'm going to read the synopsis. I once was a hero until she kept me as her captive, tortured me in my, and killed my brothers. She bred a monster. Nothing could stop me from seeking revenge, but it was over so quickly, her easy death and mercy she didn't deserve. For a decade, the burning rage of what she did has transformed me into something uncontrollable, something I want to feed, something I crave to unleash. I want to make her pay over and over and over again. Finding the evil spoiled women sates my ravenous and vengeful soul. I hunt, I capture, I destroy. Slowly, so slowly. One, two, three, four, five. And now six. I'm wicked and sadistic. I am cold, cold heart. My mission is death, and their payment to me has come due. Number think six thinks she's different. Yet when I look at her, I see them. She will pay. They always do. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Okay. Yes. No. What? <laughs> no. I was just. Can I just say, for when you started reading that synopsis, my eyes went wide because I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, so angry. So, he's just so angry. And I was like, oh. oh, my God. This book really fucked with my head, okay? So I, re- I think I read this last year. And, oh, my gosh. This is the first time I read a K. Webster book. And K. Webster writes some really fucked up shit, I have to say. There are some books that I will not read by her because they're way this one wow. this one i read and i was just like enthralled by these characters because he essentially number what who he calls number six he takes this woman and i, I apologize because i cannot remember her name right now <laughs> her name is hold on natalie i had to just get my re- review of this book up in fact i'm going to tell you i'm going to read this review because it's really short be still my heart and soul holy cow where do i even begin this was so dark and crazy messed up. And somehow I still absolutely loved every scary, tortured, insane moment. This was my first K Webster book, but after this one, I'll be reading more. The writing was compelling and dragged you along at an alarming pace. I needed to know Cole and Natalie to understand them and how they fit together so perfectly despite their mutual craziness. Definitely a dark, delicious psychological thriller with a large dose of steam and romance. <laughs> So that's what I had to say about this. And then I'm going to also read you 
these notes I left on Goodreads when I was reading this. So at 39%, I said, this book is really fucked up, but compelling at the same time. At, at 57%, I said, it's been a while since I've read a truly dark book like this one, and I'm totally, totally enamoured. Even though I'm not 100% sure I connect with the characters, I still want to know more. At 77%, I'm on the edge right now. This is my first K Webster book, and I'm all in. Like, all in. And then, then I finished it. And I literally <laughs> was like, what the fuck have I got myself into? I, I was just amazed by this book because it was so fucked up like on a on a level that i haven't really read before and it was not just it's not just him who's fucked up which is what i was like thinking she's also really fucked up as well. yeah i love that <laughs> so I, love I, oh, I don't want to ruin the story because there was a fuck off massive twist at the end of this book <laughs> and i was like holy shit but he basically takes this girl and like does all this shit to her and expects her not to, like all the other women, um, not to enjoy it. But this girl is like, yes, yes, Cole. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck am I reading? <laughs> actually, and then you find out that she's also been kept captive by someone else as well. And it's all really, it's really fucked up. But it it is a psychological thriller with romance and darkness involved in it. And it was just, I was reading this and I was like, oh, fuck me, like, what what, what did I just read? But they were so compelling that I had to keep reading them and I had to keep learning what the hell was going on with these two characters. And then when the twist came at the end, I was like, the fuck, man. <laughs> I was like, the fuck did what? Like, I literally lost my, lost my shit in a good way. And... Yeah, it was just really fucked up. And obviously he's really fucked up because he was in he's was in the military and they went on a mission that went wrong and this woman kept them captive and he was like sexually abused by her and like they were all starved and so he he ends up killing this this woman and then because he can't get over it he thinks he has to go and kill all these other bad women essentially and that's what the book is about and it's just Fuck me. I was just like, hell. But I recommend this if you want something really dark and fucked up. Go and read this book. And that's one of why it's one of my favorites. Because it like was so messed up, but I was so intrigued by it at the same time. I just could not stop reading it. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know. It, it's not for the faint-hearted. Like, really not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> I have to warn you. But I, it made me fall in love with Kay Webster. I have, to be fair, I have not read a book by her since then that I've adored in the same way um and, and i think i haven't read some of her more extremely taboo books because there i have a line and I, there are things that i will not go across but yeah i recommend cold 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 heart by k webster if you want something really psycho a psychological thrilling dark romance then pick this one up because fuck me it was a mind fuck that's all i want to say about it. it's a book that's a mind fuck Jeez. <laughs> You're just like, I was not expecting you to talk about such a mess that book, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I just... <laughs> You're like sitting there going, what What have you been reading, Sarah? No, uh, I'm not surprised. You've said to me like a few times now, mm. I'm reading this book and <laughs> I quote, I'm reading this book and it's really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like... <laughs> 
it's like your quote that's like you're saying that's like what i expect if you were like one of those all those dolls you know when you oh, pull yeah. back those pull string dolls <laughs> that'll be like one of your saying i'm reading this book it's really fucked up okay <laughs> I, i've said that but this book is a mind fuck on a level that other books have not been <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think I'm tempted. I don't think no. I feel like I feel like my mind can only go through so much fuckery, you know? <laughs> I feel like oh, this the problem is it is so worth that mind fuckery. <laughs> like I don't know. I just I adored it and it took up and when I was searching when I was looking at my books for this list, I was like, I have to talk about this book because it was just so insane was so good like it was compelling on a level that i have not um you know i like i like messed up books but this was beyond that on a level that was just like but it was something you couldn't you could you had to know and that i think was the best part about the book is that i had to know there was no choice in the matter i had to know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but yeah so there you go dark psychological thrilling romance that's that was had some seriously hot sex scenes. Please go and read Cold Coal Heart by Kay West. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll let Sab continue because if I I could go on about some of these books forever. <laughs> so easy to get um, drawn into discussing your favorite book. It's it really not easy is. to because you just you just it just changes you and you just really like <laughs> I, I totally understand what you're saying. You really want. <laughs> pick up the books so you're just like honestly it's really great so yeah i don't blame you like it's very easy to hold <laughs> hard back i need yeah. okay so um this one um hi ej <laughs> this is for you <laughs> so um this author jr ward oh phenomenal when it comes oh, to yes. writing we talked about jr ward on yeah. last week's episode yes well no the, not last not last week the week Whatever time we send out this episode before yeah. this one. <laughs> so J.R. Ward, and um, she's done a few series, but this is the one. This is the first series I ever read um, by her. And mm-hmm. oh. so it's uh, called Dark Lover, and it is the Black Dagger Brotherhood series. And it's um, contemporary um, paranormal romance. It's about vampires because, you know, I do love vampires. Because we love vampires. Very much so. But this is on a different scale. Like, I've never read a vampire series like this before. Hmm. Um, And I think that's why it drew me in straight away. So I'll start reading this synopsis, and then I'll talk about it. In the shadows of the night in Caldwell, New York, there's a deadly turf war going on between vampires and their slayers. There also exists a secret band of brothers like no other, six vampire warriors, defenders of their race. Among them, none relishes killing their enemies more than Wrath, the leader of the Black Dugger Brotherhood. The only purebred vampire left on the planet, Wrath has a score to settle with the slayers who murdered his parents centuries ago. But when one of his most trusted fighters is killed, orphaning a half-breed daughter unaware of her heritage or her fate, Wrath must usher the beautiful female into the world of the undead. Racked by a restlessness in her body that wasn't there before, Beth Randall is helpless against the dangerously sexy man who comes to her at night with shadows in his eyes. His tales of brotherhood 
and blood frighten her, but his touch ignites a dawning hunger that threatens to consume them both. So that's um, that's book one. I think mm-hmm. there's about 16. I keep making oh up days. these numbers. No, honestly, I keep making up these numbers. But I'll be honest with you that she, the author, writes each book for each of the brothers. So yeah. there's been six brothers and um, there are more. <laughs> there are more that are introduced. So there's loads more books. And she she kind of like has other, she has like, um, what's it called? Spin-off series in yeah. this world as well. Spin-off, so yeah. that's why it goes on for quite a while. But I have to say, this um, book intrigued me so much because I started to read it and um, it was just unique. It's just, it's just unique. It's different. And I, I probably have mentioned this to you before, Sarah, but um, when you started writing Devil Syndicate, mm-hmm. I said to you that um, I really, what I really enjoy straight away the relationship between the boys because it reminds me so much of uh, the brotherhood in the series <laughs> oh yes and and i'll be honest it really does because the 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 brotherhood in the black dagger brotherhood series they all have their their personalities they're all unique they all have their different tastes in women and just in general just life you've got one who's the absolute joker one who like the mediator you've got the leader wrath um who's dominant as fuck and yeah. you've got like a really twisted dark one who like is really twisted and dark He's, oh my gosh yeah yes. so, you, <laughs> so yeah so that's why that's why i said to you mm. these characters that you've created in your devil syndicate are so akin to the brotherhood that i just immediately even though i didn't know your characters yet felt that i i just felt familiar with them <laughs> because of the because of their relationship and how they interact with one so yeah so brotherly and natural and just just the bond is so strong and that's what i absolutely adore about this this book dark lover um was that you get to see that you get to see that brotherhood you get to see that bond and how they are with one another and the respect they have their own because they're vampires they've Mm. lived they've lived centuries but it's set in the 20th century so they are very much they're very much um involved and they're up to date with technology if anything involved and yeah they're just they're just it's just they're cold-hearted killers they kill to protect their race because that's what they were born to do they are warriors they are there are other vampires in the world, but they are the ones they're the protectors and it's their job and it just seeing how uh, a single catalyst being beth randall can come into the mix and fuck everyone up um <laughs> and be like a domino effect of creating the the rest of the series which involves each of the brothers meeting their own happily ever after it's it's so beautiful to see and i i adore i adore shit like that, i have to be honest um it's just done so well i love seeing strong sexy dangerous men to their knees um over a woman it's oh just God something about yeah, it that's my favorite trope yeah <laughs> it's I love a man it. being brought to his knees i love it it's just it's just wonderful so wonderful um and that's what like yes yeah and that's what this series does for me um hmm. it's so it's so great there's been some questionable things but <laughs> i i can forgive the author 
<laughs> I just love the fucking series. Man. You love it so much. You're just like, just ignore that if it happened. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, yeah, I have to say. Yeah. That's definitely, yeah, I had to, mm. had to, that's all I'm going to say. If you really do, are you, if ever, anyone interested in diving into urban fantasy, there you go. You just dive into it. And it's just Black a, Dagger Brother. Yes, that yeah. Dagger series. Oh, well, it is on my list, and as is. I've said before, it is just because I have not been in the mood to dive into a series <laughs> like that. I have to get back into the mood of it. Yeah, guys, go and pick that up, because I know that I will adore these books. I just haven't got around to them. Mm. But maybe I'll have some more time. Maybe. Now. I'm... We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, okay. Is it my turn again? Or do it you is. want to continue talking about it? No. <laughs> No, no, I, I can't. I can't say anything. Okay, so I am now going to go into what, what is currently, I guess, my favourite um, MM room. <laughs> oh, no! Is it going to be the same one that I want to discuss? Okay. Probably not. Okay. Okay, so I started reading. This is actually the third book in this series. Okay, no. And um, I will not talk about one of the other books because... Uh, the last book in the series because I didn't like it. But the rest of the series is fine. <laughs> but this third book, one of the reasons I just, I really loved it. And it's called, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correct, but I think it's called the Deke, D-E-K-E by Eden Philly. Deke. So, Deke. It is a, a national hockey, it's a, uh, it's, it's a, foot, it's a sports romance. Okay. And it is part of the Fake Boyfriend series by Eden Finley. Um, but the this third book was my favourite because uh, of the two boys. And so I'm going to read the synopsis. Ollie, a word of advice, don't come out to, a ran to random guys in public restrooms, even if they're charming and adorably nerdy and offer to help. My family believe I can't be happy if I'm not out to the world. I have a bitter ex-boyfriend and an unstable NHL career to show for it. A fake boyfriend seems like an easy and quick solution to get my family off my back. And this guy is volunteering. I take him up on it without asking his name. I really should have asked for his name. Lennon. A word of advice. Learn how to introduce yourself properly. In my defense, I don't recognize Ellie Stromberg right away. I cover football, not hockey. I'm not supposed to see him again, but and he's never supposed to find out I'm a reporter. That all changes when my editor reassigns me. It's a lesson I should have learned by now. Nothing's changed since high school. Jocks still hate nerds. But even worse, athletes hate journalists, especially ones who know their secret. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> these two, oh my God. I don't know what it was about these two, but they just charmed me in a way that the other characters had not charmed me. In this <laughs> like, they were so fucking cute together. And like the way that that um, obviously Ollie's not out to the world as a hockey player, and that was kind of like a lot that I could. You know, I'm not a guy, so I obviously don't know like what it's like to come out or anything like that. But I feel like that um, Eden and Finley handled these things very well, and she, you know, and I really enjoyed it. I just these two, just the way that they were together, and like their relationship and how they built together, and the fact that Ollie kind of hated him. Lennon after he found out who he was so they had this kind of meeting and he tricked his parents so that, to get them off his back and then they didn't see each other for a, 
happened for a while and then uh because he didn't know his name um and Lennon got reassigned to cover hockey he kept writing about Ollie and Ollie got really annoyed because he thought that Lennon was talking shit about him in his article (laughs) and there's this huge misunderstanding between them but they're so fucking cute together and I was like I need these two guys in my life and it became my favorite book in the series just because of the way that they developed and how they were together as a couple at the end and they just I just loved it and and even though they had some misunderstandings and some stupid shit and I just loved the way that that they um the fact that Lennon had this huge crush on him and he, he loves jocks but he's a nerd and I was just like so cute oh I was like oh my gosh and he was just so lovely in a, in a way that I was just like melting and I just I loved them okay this is why I'm gushing over it um but i do suggest that if you're going to read this i pick it up from the first book because um lennon actually does appear and ollie in the in the first book so you kind of get to know you don't really get to know them but you kind of get to see them and then when you get their romance it's just like gosh yeah so this is the third book and i recommend it up until i think the fourth book but i hated the last so we won't talk about that one (laughs) the rest of them are pretty good so okay. yeah, so so D- DK, I think it's DK. I don't actually know how to pronounce this. It's apparently a hockey term. I don't really know much about the NHL National Hockey League for anyone who doesn't know what that means. Or uh, that's ice hockey, yes. Before people ask. <laughs> um and I don't know anything about and the other books kind of uh, are more about the NHL, which is the National Football League. So don't know much about sports. I never really read sports romances before, but I read these and I was just like, ah. Oh, Yes, please. But yeah, so if you want something, a sports romance that's male on male with fake boyfriends, so they're all fake, most of the books have a fake boyfriend trope, then go ahead and read this. And then please make sure you read the first two books and then get to Ollie and Lennon to romance because they're, they're my favourite one. So there you go. That is now that currently my favourite MM romance, but I'm pretty sure that I will find other ones I like as soon as I start reading more. Hmm. There you go. I've read the uh, first book in that series because Sarah recommended it um and I have to say I did enjoy it very much so now I, I do have an MM romance on my list to discuss um but it's not that one okay. but um we'll get around to that one yeah so what is next um okay so this is the uh last vampire one that I'll bring up that I'll bring up um so this one and I I apologize I can never I've never had to say the author's name out loud so in my head her name is um her name is Janine Janine but it's spelled in a way where I'm I'm a bit unsure but I'll just call her Janine but Janine Frost Mm -hmm. Janine Janine okay let's leave at that and it's um the first book in the Night Huntress series um it's halfway to the grave I picked up this book years and years ago and uh Jeez, so much fun, so much fun. Okay, let me read the synopsis and then I can dive in. Half vampire Catherine Crawfield is going after the undead with a vengeance, hoping that one of those deadbeats is her father, the guy responsible for ruining her mother's life. But when she's captured by Bones, a bounty hunter and a vampire, she finds herself forced into an unholy partnership. In exchange for his help in finding her father and still astonished she hasn't ended up as his dinner, Cat agrees to train with the sexy Night Stalker until her battle reflexes are as sharp as his fangs. But that's not all Bones has to show her. Cat's starting to believe maybe vampires aren't all evil after all, especially one as cute as Bones. 
She's half convinced that being half dead doesn't have to be all bad. But before she can enjoy her newfound status as confident kick-ass demon hunter, Cat finds herself and Bones hotly pursued by a band of killers. She's going to have a pick aside and fast. So this is uh, the first book in a series. And the uh, reason why I fell in love with it is not just because Cat is a delightful um, hunter who just doesn't give a fuck just kills vampires left right and center later but bones is a delightful british vampire who is spike like he's spike all over just witty and hilarious and deadly and yeah yeah i love i love him and i love them both together um it's just such a journey for both of them i think there's about six books just about those two and everything that they go through in the space of years or six years. And then there's um spin-off series, other vampires who side characters and stuff. And I love, I love spin-off. I just love when side characters get their own happy after. And um this yeah. author is great. I just I adore and everything that she has to offer. Um <laughs> in this world. It's just fabulous. The sex is amazing. The the chemistry between them is great. You've got this world building and it's just it's great. Everything about it. I I don't I can't honestly, I just this is a lot. It's a yeah. lot to it actually. It's really a lot to it, but it's basically <laughs> Buffy the Vampire, Slayer, and Spike's relationship, except yeah, that I can't really say that she doesn't hate him because she fully hates him beginning it's crazy it's insane and he doesn't trust her because she just kills vampires for no damn reason like it's hilarious yeah. they're they're hilarious they're sexy and they're both very possessive it's just a fabulous <laughs> journey i love it absolutely love it so yeah that i promise that is the last vampires <laughs> vampire series i'm going to bring up um on my list it's the next one <laughs> but, but yeah yeah, well, this is, I think, also on my list of things to read. So. I, I'm not surprised. I'm sh- pretty sure that I like this and read this. Yeah. Read this and, yeah. Recommended other things to me. I'm like, okay, I'll read them. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not really in the mood for paranormal. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually just been the case. It's like, there's nothing in the mood for paranormal. Yeah, and reading is a very, it is a thing. You have to be in a certain mood. Like, there's one day where I just really want yeah. sci fi romance, and day. Where I just a sweet, like easy, fast read, just a simple, yeah. happy ever after. There's another where I just I don't I don't know. I need like an epic fantasy story. It's, it's all about <laughs> exactly. It's true. Okay, so now we're going to talk about our last book in the list, and we already mentioned this book before. So it's Birthday Girl by Penelope Douglas. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this book. Okay, so I'm just going to read the synopsis before I say anything else. Jordan. He took me in when I had nowhere else to go. He doesn't use me, hurt me, or forget about me. He doesn't treat me like I'm nothing, take me for granted, or make me feel unsafe. He remembers me, laughs with me, and looks at me. He listens to me, protects me, and sees me. I can feel his eyes on me over the breakfast table, and my heart pumps so hard when I hear him pull in the driveway after work. I have to stop this. 
It can't happen. My sister once told me there are no good men, and if you find one, he's probably unavailable. Only Pike Lawson isn't the unavailable one. I am. Pike. I took her in because I thought I was helping. She took a few meals and cleaned up a little. It was an easy arrangement. As the days go by, though, it's becoming anything but easy. I have to stop my mind from drifting to her and stop holding my breath every time I bump into her in the house. I can't touch her and I shouldn't want to. The more I find my path crossing hers, though, the more she's becoming a part of my, of part of me. But we're not free to give in to this. She's 19 and I'm 38. And I'm her boyfriend's, and her boyfriend's father. Unfortunately, they both just moved in my house. Whoa. Oh my God. This sounds like so much drama, right? Whoa. I hadn't even... Yeah, have you had you not heard? I this? haven't even read the synopsis, so I I just only been told <laughs> it was an age gap romance. I, this is not. Just, I hadn't read the synopsis. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I've got that on my list. Um, <laughs> so I'm so happy that you read that because I was like, what? Just oh. that end sentence was like, what? Yep. Okay. So, oh my gosh, this book. Wow. I really want to read this it. Was, you should. Um. Okay, I th- this book. I'm not, I don't want to spoil this book, so I'm not going to because I want Sap to read this one. Um, but I will talk about my feels during this book. Now, when I read that this was this, that he was her um, boyfriend's dad, I was like, "Oh shit, bro! Like, what? am I? Is this going to make me uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be too much?" But it really wasn't, and you know why? And this is not going to spoil the book. I'm just going to literally talk about the opening of the book. Okay. Okay. And that's not going to spoil it. So when when she meets, she doesn't. When she meets Pike for the first time, she doesn't know who he is, and she, he doesn't know who she is. Mm-hmm. And they have this immediate like, like chemistry together, mm-hmm. and it was just so wonderful. And I was like, oh my god! And then of course they find out who each other is, and just like, fuck. And obviously he's like, you know, twenty years, twenty or two years older than her. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and I thought, you know, often with age gaps, I have a problem with them because um, there is, you know, what, because there's such a generation, a gap, usually because the man is older. You can't, I sometimes struggle with knowing why these two like each other, but it was very, very obvious why Pike and Jordan liked each other and were into each other. And, you know, they both wanted the same things out of life, which was really lovely to see. And the way that their relationship grows just just so much and this kind of like sexual and tension and attraction to each other makes them have this kind of slightly volatile relationship in the beginning <laughs> and drove me nuts because I was like I need you to, to kiss each other but you can't because that, because you're he's her boyfriend's dad and I will have to say nothing happens this is not a spoiler nothing happens between them while she's still while she's with a boyfriend mm-hmm. because I know people do not like cheating there is no cheating in this book Okay, people, there's no cheating. There's no cheating. No cheating. Zero cheating. Which I know turns people off books and I hate. So I'm just going to say there's no cheating. But it was just such a, it's such a beautiful romance and it's a slow burn and it's just really lovely. And I, I sat there reading this and I, had so, I literally had so many times where I stopped and had to like update my Goodreads to go, oh my God, I'm in love with these two. Um, because it was just so beautiful and uh, and and 
just like to say that the sex in this book when it comes around oh my gosh fanning oneself amazing but you have to that she does penelope makes you wait though she makes you wait for the scene and it's so worth it oh my gosh i cannot wait for you to read this because you will just i can um... imagine that there is a fuckload of angst in this book oh the angst is like yeah and i i so love good. angst oh geez i just love the build-up i mm. love a slow burn and i love the chemistry and the build-up to that moment you, you know will, yeah you will and you will love this i have to say you will love the build-up and the way this romance happens and it's just everything and i was just like i need to read more penerby douglas now okay um, that's great i know we shouldn't be talking about books we didn't like have i did try reading another book by her and i really didn't enjoy it so i had to dnf it um but i do plan on reading her devil's night series which is her dark romance birthday girls not a dark romance it's just a forbidden age right but i adore her writing because it's so like the characters are so well developed and i think that's the best part about it and you completely understand why the characters are together and that's what i loved so much about this book but obviously it was very frustrating because of all the angst and the and then the longing for each other and you really felt it in their chapters oh obviously you get both points of view thankfully oh my gosh the angst in this book just off the chart angst but yes this is one of my favorites and i read it not that long ago as well um and yeah it still sticks in my mind because it's just so good and i can't wait for sad to read it oh yeah i'm really really excited so, i'm yeah i really am <laughs> So if you like age gapped and you like angst and you like forbidden, pick this book up. Oh, brilliant! I will. No, <laughs> definitely. And uh, yeah, I I am looking forward to um, Devil's Night series as well. It was also recommended yeah, to me. The only, yeah, the only reason I'm waiting because the last book is not out and I want to binge read these, so I'm waiting for the last book. To go. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> because I, I'm done with these books where they're like I know that they're all standalones. However, from what I've seen about these books, they're quite intertwined with the characters. So I'm like, I want to, you know, to read them in order and I want to be able to read them and binge them because I'm sick to death. I, I know I write cliffhangers, but I'm fucking sick to death <laughs> of like getting to a series and then realizing the last book is not out. And I'm like, <sighs> God damn it. Yeah. So anyway, we'll move on to Samson. Okay, last this book. is the yeah. last one book okay um this is a mm romance um yes. and it's called fresh catch by oh, yes. <laughs> by kate canterbury and uh sarah you know all about this one because you recommended this yes. to me um i have to say that i love mm romance with a passion and um the first time i read mm romance was actually in the black dagger brotherhood series by jr board and i was i about for about four books i was dying for this couple to get together because there was so much angst there and uh it was worthwhile they got their own book and it's just amazing so since then i haven't found an mm romance that i've actually enjoyed so the fact that sarah was able to find um and recommend an mm romance to me was just everything because when she said you know fresh catch and it was like five stars i was like okay i'll give this a shot definitely so mm. whew, let me um 
<laughs> Let's read the synopsis. Um, okay. Take a vacation, they said. Get away from Silicon Valley's backstabbing and power grabbing. Recharge the innovative batteries. Unwind, then come back stronger than ever. Instead, I got lost at sea and fell in love with an antisocial lobster man. There's one small issue. Owen Bartlett doesn't know who I am, who I really am. I don't like people. I avoid small talk and socialising and I kick my companions out of bed before the sun rises. No strings, no promises, no problems. Until Cole McClish's boat drifts into Talbot's Cove and I bend all my rules for the sexy sailor. I don't know Cole's story or what he's running from, but one thing is certain, I'm not letting him run away from me. Guys, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. So from the get-go, um, wearing Cole's um point of view, he is clearly trying to um get away from the stresses of his uh, you know, busy lifestyle. He's this CEO of his own company and it's just very, very demanding and shit happens and he just needs to get away. So um he does that thing, you know, where he gets away and um, no one really knows where he is um and the typical thing happens where he just like gets his boat like just malfunctions or something and then he ends up drifting into this cove and in this cove there's this man and um he is grumpy he's really fucking older grumpy like old man not old old man but sexy man uh, called owen bartlett who um, is complete opposite to Owen in, in every way. Like, Owen's like, Owen's very much like, how would you describe Owen? Like, Owen, very, he's very set in his ways and he doesn't want to change yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's very much like, he's very much like, he's a bit curmudgeonly. Is that the word, curmudgeonly? He's just very grumpy yeah. and he's like, I don't, what is this man doing? How dare he comes into my life? Again? He's, he's just very, he's, he's, yeah. he's got his, yeah, he's basically, he's, he's old school. That's it. He's old school. And, and Cole is not, um, no. but like <laughs> the instant chemistry between these two is just insane. I, I, I adore it. I was living for it. And I was like, these little subtle looks, these, these innuendos, these, glances and you know the moment where the, the inner thoughts about <laughs> yeah it was just the build-up to the build-up to these two and I was really yes. really happy um with these two I just was shipping them like no tomorrow I was like come on you are both in a confined space like just get down and dirty now immediately like you both want to they both wanted to but you know oh they want yeah to. but as like every romance you can't just dive straight in there has to be some kind of there has to be a build-up to it and i did enjoy that build-up it was great but no honestly i i loved it i loved this mm romance it was just everything i it ended with my heart feeling so warm and fuzzy and shit um and um and yeah i i was happy I just, it just makes me smile. It's just just everything. It's it's so... I agree. I agree. It was so sweet. And they just had so much 
like passion and chemistry for each other and when they finally came together it was so exciting and I was just like oh yeah and I just loved them the way that they were just and they had the way that they kind of like even though they were come from different worlds they just kind of got each yeah. other and that's why I liked the most because they just didn't you know it wasn't like oh I don't understand why these guys too like each other it was just like, yeah I just really I really enjoyed the um the fun side that Cole got out of Owen and that was really, oh, yes. really fun to see and it was just yeah it was just great like Owen's just <laughs> he's crazy sexy and and dominant yeah. and, oh, and alpha yes. and their relationship was just it was just everything so yeah there we go I don't know they were so cute <laughs> they were cute together I was like, oh, and I'm so glad at the end. Mm-hmm. That was like my heart sung. Yeah, it does. It's the same thing <laughs> for me. Like, I'm just grinning from ear to ear now. Yeah, it was it was one of the sweetest. Like, that's actually one of them. Like, I haven't read many MM romances, and that was one of the first ones I kind of like really just completely got like swept away mm-hmm. into. And I was just like, oh my gosh, these two. And I couldn't stop reading them. I was just like, I love these mm-hmm. two. Yeah. And, then when, and so when Sab was like, do you recommend the Neo Memorance? I was like, yep, here you go. <laughs> Ching, here you go. Um, but yeah, I need to read more of these because I like absolutely adore mm-hmm. them. Not in a, it's not, I don't, the thing is, I, get, I understand that some people think that this is slightly like fetish, fetishization of um, like men together, but it's not really that for me. I just, any sort of kind of romance between two people mm-hmm. it's about so the connection and the love between the two characters i don't give a shit what who they are like into mm-hmm. if it's a girl uh, to be fair i've never actually read a female and female Same. romance and i need yeah. to so. but i just it doesn't matter if you're like gay straight bisexual pan i mean fuck i've written those now written those characters and it's just like doesn't really you know love is love guys love is love so who cares who mm-hmm. it is just give me give me some yeah give me some more man or man romances. oh i love it I fucking love it. um give me some more give me all the romances because uh they are just i'm here for it man i'm here we are here for romance <laughs> okay because this is a romance podcast and we're both romance writers <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah Okay, so there you have it. Those are some of our favourite romances. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are, so most of mine are the ones I've read in the last couple of years. I know some of Sab's aren't, but because I have a terrible memory. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. I, can't, see, I think the problem is, is I'm storing so much information about my characters that I don't have room to keep in information about everything. Else. No, that's no problem at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so there's some of our favorite romances, and we were very excited to do this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously have a ton more favorites, but we have to narrow yeah. it down so that we Gosh, would, yeah, to something the ones that we wanted to really talk about on the podcast. I'm sure in a later episode we will do another one of these. But yeah, thank you guys for thank you guys for coming to listen to our podcast again because yeah. we really appreciate the listens. And hopefully you enjoyed hearing us gush about romance. Thanks, guys. It's been fun. It's been very fun. Okay, so that was the uh, Made in Romance podcast, and we will see you next time. Cheerio. Bye.